millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Happy weekend, everybody. It's Truth Bombs. I'm thrilled to be joined by my mom, life coach, Renee Hecker. Uh, we are vacationing in Arizona, catching up with family, but we are also pursuing this story on Dr. Rashid Buttar, one of the group of doctors that were labeled, or, well, not just doctors, but influencers in general, that the White House labeled the disinformation doesn't. Now, he died mysteriously. People still don't know how he died. Uh, friends of his say that he died at his home last week, uh, May 18th, and uh, that that the family wants to stay private and have a private uh, funeral service. So the family is not really speaking out about this, although his fiance posted a statement, as you can see in my previous YouTube. Uh, Dr. Rashid Buttar's death is very newsworthy because of the White House's and, and corporate media's attacks on him. Some people refer to the disinformation dozen list as a hit list that the White House seemingly created a hit list against public figures who are not reciting White House PR lines. Dr. Buttar was one of the very first in the country to question the public narrative in regards to the pandemic. And uh, he went out in February 2020 saying, look, this thing was man-made. Uh, they are going to be developing a new pharmaceutical. Beware of that pharmaceutical. You don't want it. And uh, he developed a huge following. He in turn got put on the disinformation dozen list and uh, kind of wiped off the face of the internet. Uh, you and I were just talking, you know, we've been following the alternative media throughout the pandemic and and both of us were kind of surprised that we were not really aware of Dr. Rashid Buttar yeah. because he was one of the first to raise public awareness about the media that, you know, the media narrative might not be truthful in regards to the pandemic uh, because he was one of the first to lead the questioning of the narrative, he was also one of the first to get severely censored. So that when people like us were a little bit later to come to questioning the narrative, he had already been wiped off the face of the internet. But he kind of led the charge on questioning the narrative. Now, of course, that's when I was in the corporate media, so I was a part of the mainstream narrative. But I instinctually, from the beginning of the pandemic, I was just like, hold on, guys. This is another illness like like the cold except maybe more similar to the flu why are we freaking out why are we shutting it what really struck me at the beginning of the pandemic is like instantly why did the world say we need to lock ourselves at you know in you know home prison because of something that's similar to the to the flu we didn't have data yet on death rates whether it was truly as bad as the flu or worse but before anyone knew an ounce of data they were already saying everybody lock yourselves in your house so i just thought that was a little 
questionable. So I was questioning it from the beginning and inside my newsroom asking, you know, why why are we overhyping this to the viewers? Mm-hmm. Why are we hiding recovery rates? That was one of the biggest alarming things to me is that my news outlet, was, which is Fox, guys, I was a Murdoch employer, employee, was intentionally hiding recovery rates at the beginning of the pandemic they did not want to make it clear, the media didn't want to make it clear to the public that you can recover from this thing. Not everyone is dying. Yeah. I mean, I think when it's a real pandemic, you don't have to order the people so much like they were doing. You don't want to go out. You want yeah, to because you're yourself. seeing your next door neighbor drop dead. But that, that wasn't happening. They had to appreciate anything. Anyway, before, I, I'm going to jump into what I have found out so far about the death of Dr. Rashid Buttar. Uh, real quick, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. I could not do it without these sponsors. So when you purchase from them, you help my independent journalism. National Gold Group. So the 2023 economic crisis has started, according to Wall Street Journal. The banking failures signal an alarming trend of economic challenges to come for Americans. Morgan Stanley commercial real estate, is. they said that commercial real estate is headed for a crisis worse than 2008. Wells Fargo recently said commodities are in a super cycle, and we have at least six years to go with gold surpassing 3,000 an ounce in potential outcomes. Historically, when stock markets go down, gold value goes up, you guys. So the time for gold is here and demand is soaring. Let National Gold Group show you options for investing in precious metals like gold and silver in your retirement accounts and for direct delivery. Mention my channel, Ivory Hacker, and you'll always get best-in-class service for real American service providers. The National Gold Group IRA Fee Waiver Program allows you to invest your IRA or 401k into physical physical gold and silver, and you may be eligible for their lifetime fee waiver on qualifying rollovers. So call the number link down, down in my description. You can click that link or call the number 888-617-5927. 888 Two seven. Remember, there's always a risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Okay. With that being said, when Doctor Buttar, you know, it kind of when he died, um, it kind of leaked out in the crevices of the internet. People on Twitter were posting a memorial. Uh, you know, quote. You know, we're sorry to announce the death of Rashid Buttar. But where did that? Where did that memorial statement come from? who was putting it out. Even, you know, very little of the mainstream media is even covering his death. Vice News covered his death the other day, and they linked to a random tweet someone posted copying and pasting that statement and simply said this statement is floating around Twitter that he's died. So did he really die? A friend of mine got dinner with me and said, I don't, I'm not confident Rashid Buttar is really dead. Um, Did he fake his death and go into hiding? Uh, But if he did die, what did he die of? We don't even know that. So as a journalist and looking at all the mainstream media not getting answers themselves, just not, they're not, they're ignoring the fact that this man has died, despite the fact that they covered him incessantly when he was alive, attacking, attacking, attacking him. CNN does a sit down interview with him and calls him crazy. The reporter called him crazy to his face for saying that every American who gets this pharmaceutical in the arm is a ticking time bomb that that they have this, you know, 
so-called poison within them that that may be slowly attacking their body in various ways. And the reporter, the reporter saying, "What? So I, so I had that from school. You think I'm gonna die soon?" He's like, "You know, I, I he, you think that's possible?" Batar says, "I think that's probable." Mm-hmm. Fourteen months later, the reporter died. Wow, wow. Uh, it's yeah, mm-hmm. shocking. Which mm-hmm. I uh, included in my last. That soundbite is in my last YouTube video. Mm-hmm. So checking your comments, making sure you guys can hear us okay in this. Uh, setup makeshift setup we have here in Arizona as we are with family. Me and my mom. By the way, my mom, Renee Hecker, an amazing life coach. Where can people find you? You can go to my website, onetruenorthllc.com, or else you can have the link in my bio on One True North Life Coaching in on Instagram or on Facebook too. There you go, guys. Yeah, I linked I linked her website down below fabulous life coach um okay you guys said turn up the microphone see all we have is the imac microphone so we're gonna just get closer to it and hope i hope that works for you guys um okay so as a reporter i've covered a lot of deaths you know as a crime reporter previous to leaving fox so i know how to cover people who've been murdered look up their deaths so i you know I looked up and saw that Dr. Buttar is from Charlotte. I tried to find his address. Sure enough, he has a home address in the Charlotte suburbs in Mecklenburg County. So I, I'm like, okay, the public statement, the statement floating around. I didn't. I took that statement floating around with a grain of salt, but I did find um, the Bollinger family, who were another part of the disinformation dozen. They are friends of him, and on their uh, website, their official website. They posted a lengthy statement with their pic- with their pictures with him. It was clear that was an authentic statement of his death from friends of his. So I took more heed to that, and they too said that he had died May eighteenth uh, with his at home with his family. He died at home with his family, and that his family just asked for privacy at this time, and you know they just want us to keep quiet about his death. And so I said, okay, he did die at home, and uh, public records show that his home is in Mecklenburg County, so therefore we got to call the Mecklenburg County Medical Examiner. Well, I have not been a reporter in North Carolina, so I don't have the cell phone numbers handy of medical examiners like I would were that my locality. Would it were at Houston, I would literally call up the cell of this medical examiner. But I was able to file official request on their website for a copy of his autopsy. So I am awaiting the autopsy. Who knows how long that'll take. Uh, Sometimes what happens is a medical examiner will release the partial autopsy showing the manner of death and then they will wait to show that is send the toxicology report until about six uh, weeks later. Toxicology reports always take longer. Uh, but sometimes they withhold it all, citing toxicology. You know, making the excuse, well, uh, we don't have toxicology details, therefore we're not going to show you anything. So we could wait very, a very long time for his death. We've had someone pounding on the door. The dog. That's the dog. <laughs> we're at my sister's house. She has a very small dog. I'm surprised it's so powerful at pounding on the door. Anyways, you, uh, I hope you guys can hear me better. 
Now, I I recently did a YouTube short on this Olympian gold medalist who mysteriously died at her home. No word on how she died at, at the age of 33, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And that they were doing the thing where they withhold the entire autopsy for weeks upon weeks. I think the New York Times said it might take up to six or more weeks to get her autopsy, which I thought was weird. You know, at least give us the manner of death. Um, but, you know, so we'll, we'll have to see, you know, how yeah. she died. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I said, well, let me, if we're waiting the autopsy, can I just confirm that he did indeed die? So I, um, I went down to downtown Charlotte, the government building there, and uh, let me just bring up my notes on what that building is called. And I asked for his death certificate, Dr. Batar's death certificate. Um, I went to the Register of Deeds in downtown Charlotte. 720 East 4th Street, Charlotte. Went down there in person. I happened to be in Charlotte for a charity event, oddly enough, right after he died. So I was able to go in person. And I'm no longer there. I'm in Arizona now. But so what do you know? There was no record of his death. The Register of Deeds had no record uh, of his death certificate. No indication that he had died whatsoever. That tells me one of two things, or one of three things. Either he's not dead, either Dr. Batar is not dead, either his family is taking a long time to get the death certificate filed, because he died on the 18th, is, is what the Bollingers are saying. Or he died in another county, which could very well be. Just because public record says he lives in Mecklenburg County right now does not mean he actually lives there currently so you know I I tried another county but it is a needle in a haystack trying to find public confirmation of where this man actually lived so that I can figure out whether he actually died give me your thoughts mom while I let the dog in because this is loud (laughs) Um, my thoughts as I'm listening to Ivory are People need to be less fearful. When you're fearful, you're so easily controlled. And um, I think when you're in this, and also question everything, question. Instead of just receiving, I don't care who it's from, you know, even our children, we've told them to question everything. You even need to question us, your parents, and what we're showing you and teaching you. So that you, I think just so you're better informed why you're doing what you're doing and why... Um, what's being asked of you is being asked of you, and you can make a really good choice. So many people responded to that time of pressure out of fear and just doing it because they believed what they were told. (laughs) And um, we had so much, been through so much up to that time of our own ailments in our family and treating them ourselves to the point of myself being struck by lightning, and I never went in. But I'm always listening to my body, and your body is so wise to know what it can handle and when it's too much and when you really do need to seek outside help. Um, and I felt completely that my body could handle it. It swelled up incredibly <laughs> from the from the lightning strike. But I wasn't fearful, and I felt like my body would handle it, and 
it did. I guess someone said at that time told me that lightning burns from the inside out and so travels down your bone marrow and you can't really see what's happening in there and they were afraid for me but but I wasn't and my body took care of it. I think I think we have been led to doubt our body's capabilities to handle things. Yeah. So when this came out in 2020, my husband and I had not an ounce of fear because we had seen how many things our bodies and our children's bodies were really capable of handling. And um, and like we were talking about before, there was nobody dropping dead from this. You know, I mean, there were some. I should say there were a lot, but they were handling it completely different than what we would handle things you know even even as some of the studies are coming out now the way the hospitals were handling it with the ventilators and things um was not the wisest way to handle it i had heard that even back then from these rare sources that were being well there was initially you know new york got hit with this pandemic hard in the beginning and ventilators were deployed you know systematically in new york and so it, right away in the initial months of the pandemic, we had big data from New York on how successful ventilators were. I think it was 12% of the people who were put on ventilators survived. So ventilators were basically a death sentence. Some of and these, some of these side doctors, I remember one in particular, was saying that he never he uses that as a last recourse because he found it was detrimental. That's the doctor that ultimately led to me getting fired from Fox. Dr. Joseph Verone said he avoids ventilators like the plague, and he based that avoidance on the data out of New York. He was one of the very few doctors who actually looked at how did it work in New York and then avoided what didn't work. I have a friend who had a very healthy 60-year-old uncle living in New York City. This man would do countless push-ups every day very healthy, who who catches this illness, goes in, they shove a ventilator down his throat, and sure enough, he dies. But there was no reason for him to die. But here's the thing. We came, prior to the pandemic, we we came from a culture where all my friends, when when they would feel sick, they'd go right into the emergency room. It's programmed into the American brain to just, well, I guess I gotta go into the emergency room if I, if I'm feeling a little off. And so that's what people did. And we now are learning that this protocol that was deployed nationwide somehow with apparent financial incentives associated with the CARES Act, meaning our federal government would pay hospitals to copy and paste a protocol that nobody's checked whether it's actually working well. They would deploy this protocol on on the American people. And actually more people would die with that protocol than with the smaller hospitals that had the freedom to say, you know, we're not getting CARES Act money. We're going to play around with like what's actually working, what we're seeing didn't work in New York. Uh, So Dr. Verone's protocol, he ended up saving four times more lives than the average hospital across America and around the world after I independently studied the data from the CDC World Health Org from his hospital compared the numbers and found that out. This is after Fox banned me from letting the word out on what he was doing, which is what was so sickening to me is that I felt there was blood on the hands of Fox for preventing the word about about his hospital, you know, what was working from getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's why I left Fox. But yeah, so Dr. Buttar was someone who was questioning things from the start saying something is off and not just saying something was off, but citing data from our federal government, apparently, that you could look up online about how they had they had worked on um, certain things, uh, perhaps planning this. Um, that's why they put an L in pandemic. Anyway, he ultimately got targeted by the White House. Now he's mysteriously dead. The White House and the media are staying hush about this. I think it's very strange. I think someone who was so high profile and personally targeted by the White House, when he dies without a reason, abruptly, he looked healthy in the, the live stream before he, he, he died. I think it's the duty of the American media to look, just look and make sure that there was no malfeasance there. People, a lot of my viewers are very concerned. They feel he probably got murdered with how much he was targeted. So we need to find, it's my duty to try to find that out. And I'm still working to find that out. I have been texting uh, Mrs. Bullinger, waiting for her to hopefully do an interview with me and talk more, you know, since she was a personal friend of his, talk more about what, you know, what they know about his cause. Can we at least have some indication that was this natural was it a freak accident or what was this very suspicious yeah and if you've been if you've been someone that does your own um your own health care and you're doing your own doctoring um through the years have been aware of what things are banned that you can't get some of the um some of the things natural things that I wanted to get for my mom with her lung cancer were the, I went to the health food store and they're like, we can't sell that. <laughs> you know? What was it? And it was just, um, I think apricot pits and vitamin, vitamin B17. Oh. And, um, which is a, a simple it, natural oh. ingredient, but she said, you can kind of go on online, go on the black market kind of <laughs> and get them. Which oh, I, this, which I oh yeah, yeah. So I got red-pilled red about natural health really early. I remember, so I was in <laughs> high school, and I heard a word about, I don't know how I stumbled across this, but I found old National Geographic magazines in the high school library in which they were featuring the mountain people of Pakistan, these tribes in the mountains of Pakistan. They were the oldest citizens of the world, the oldest people in the world. They would, um, they would be spry at like 120 years old. It was crazy. Very wrinkly, though. Anyway, <laughs> the National Geographic journalists talked about a huge part of the diet of these people of Pakistan was apricot pits. And so then we started looking into apricot pits and found they have incredible healing powers. Um and then we found how there's all this you know warnings about them might they might be bad for you well then how the heck did the people of Pakistan live that old yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean there's so been your a, mo- so you guys found apricot pits well there was a claim that you'd have seven you eat seven apricot pits a day and you'll never get cancer and if you taste them you understand why <laughs> they're really they're very bitter. By the time you eat seven, your mouth is like kind of pulsating, almost like numb a little bit. Ooh. So yeah, they don't um, taste good. But 
I found I, I, there's a health food store in Houston uh, that actually I found they were selling them by chance one day. Okay. And I bought some. Um, and what am I thinking here? I guess we got them for my mom and ground them up to give them to her. Oh, I know what I was going to say. They, there's, there is the belief that you need the five different, for good health, you need the five different flavors in your diet. Sweet, salty, bitter, pugnant, and there's one other. Did I say sour? Sweet, sour? I don't think you said that. Yeah. Sour. And so these being bitter, and, and because bitter doesn't taste that good, a lot of the, my father-in-law, who has passed on now, said that when he was little, Lyme's disease had a bitter taste. And they Lyme's also, disease has I'm, a I'm taste? I'm sorry, Lyme, <laughs> Lima beans, Lima oh. beans. <laughs> Lima beans had a really bitter taste, and, um, and over time, they no longer had that anymore. Hmm. And so I believe that they were known to have vitamin B17, but I think the American diet has kind of taken a lot of the bitter out of our foods mm. so that it, they're more palatable, but with it, taking certain vitamins that our body needs. Anyway, so. uh, the doctors had given Grandma Hansen how, how long to live? Oh, like weeks, maybe months. And she ended up living how long? Three and a half years later, just by doing natural things. Yes, yeah, so she went in for a checkup around the time of her death sentence. You know, the doctor was like, yeah, you should be dead at this point. Instead, the cancer had dramatically shrank. So apricot pits were a part of her alkaline, all all around alkaline diet change. So changing grandma's diet dramatically improved her health. Yeah. We know from firsthand experience the power yeah. of changing your diet for health. Well, all along, we've when things have come up, just tried things, you know, tried things that we've read about, have heard. So with my mom, one of the things we had also heard beside the apricot pits was changing your diet to a fully alkaline diet will reverse cancer because al- cancer can't live in an alkaline environment. So we just did some of those simple things that she could do in her home, and she did really well on that. So, guys, uh, in regards to Dr. Batar, I have put some links down in my description I think you'll find interesting. Uh, really interesting thing, you know, the first time that he really went viral was with uh, Next News Network, where I have been a contributor. My friend Gary Franchi sent me a text saying that this doctor sent me this video hours before he passed away. We were about to do a follow-up interview about the impact our initial interview had on the world. So Dr. Buttar in April 2020 went on Next News Network. That that interview went viral when he was breaking down with great detail um, how this appeared to be a planned uh, pandemic. Anyway, so I have linked down in my description my friend Gary Franchi's tweet with the full video that Dr. Buttar had sent him just before he died. This video was promoting his conference, which was supposed to happen this weekend, which was, has now been canceled. The conference website also has a statement on his death. Um, and But this video plays all these key clips of how Dr. Batar accurately predicting how this thing was a man-made, and then a year later... CNN's reporting, well, it appears it's man-made. You know, he was way ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. You know, that it came from a lab. And uh, 
so he he gave that to Gary a day before he died. He was also on a live stream interview looking healthy the day before he died. So it's like, what the heck happened? Now, he said in approximately January of this year that he was in the apparently in the hospital for six days in the ICU with uh, myocarditis and stroke symptoms, which those can be associated with poisoning. Mm-hmm. So... What was he poisoned with? That's unclear. Now, he had speculated that he was poisoned with the new pharmaceutical, which sound, it sounded a little like, why would you why would you think it was the new pharmaceutical? Because most people, as soon as they get it, are doing fine, and you say that you suddenly are... I don't know. I was just thinking, maybe it's like some more basic poison, like Cobra or something. Like, that poison was actually used by the CIA as covered in the newspapers, New York Times, back in the the 70s. Maybe it was something like that. Uh, But regardless, I'm trying to find the cause of Dr. Batar's death. I know a lot of you guys really want to know. I want to know, too. When the White House is personally targeting someone, demanding that the media censor him in violation of the First Amendment, and when the federal, you know... The federal government is commanding the media to censor someone. There goes our First Amendment. So we had the White House doing that to Dr. Buttar. Now he's dead. We need to know why. We need to know if the White House was involved. All right. Media's got their blinders on, though. So I'm going to keep my eyes up, try try to keep getting answers. So stay tuned to my YouTube on that. Definitely look at, at the Gary's video that he tweeted out that link down in my description he also tweeted uh, i also have the link down in my description of where dr Buttar says he was poisoned and then the full i also linked the full live stream interview he did may 17th the day before he died where he talks about being poisoned in there as well so definitely check that out i also want to mention that before the pandemic what was dr Buttar? he was an osteopathic doctor which looks at at full whole, whole body holistic solutions to health issues and he really focused in on cancer and autism mm-hmm. and he believed that heavy metals may be associated with autism symptoms and cancer and apparently i i think it was on the bollinger's website uh the, that their statement on his death they talked about how I think that's where I read it, that he had used his treatment protocol of removing these toxins from the body on his own son because his own son was, like, you know, developmentally slow, I guess, in his childhood. And apparently he was able to cure his son's slowness, that he's a, a regular kid now. So it appears that his son's autism may have gone away, which is huge because we don't, you know, (laughs) we're told that you can't heal autism. Yeah. Removing heavy metals from the body, doing, doing different, um, natural things to pull those out, I think would heals a lot of those. He's not the only one that's whose child has been, um, cured or made so much better that has had autism. Yeah, I'm checking your comments. You said, can you, oops, can you, 
uh, can you do a FOIA request on his autopsy? Well, I have put I have put in the public information request on his autopsy um, to the jurisdiction where his public records show he lives, which is Mecklenburg County um, in North Carolina. That's where you know we're assuming he lives based on public records. But the issue is like. If he was afraid for his life, thought he'd been poisoned, good chances are he switched homes, moved somewhere else. He could be in any state. I just saw an article out this week uh, out of uh, one of the New Zealand papers saying that he was a permanent resident of New Zealand up until the pandemic 2020. He escaped New Zealand before they closed their borders and came back home to North Carolina. I don't know if that's true, but the North Carolina papers are reporting that. Or, I'm sorry, the New, Ze- New Zealand papers are reporting that. So did he go back to New Zealand and that's where he died? I mean, it's a needle on a haystack trying to find the jurisdiction where Dr. Buttar died without one of his family or friends tipping me off saying, hey, this is where, so that I can actually look and FOIA the correct jurisdiction. When it comes to death records like this, this is not a federal document. I can't just uh, FOIA our federal government. It's not a national document. So I have to do a needle and haystack search to find which tiny jurisdiction, which county this doctor died in, in order to get the autopsy. So I, that's, I'm, I'm trying. I have, I put my feelers out to multiple people who know him. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And waiting to hear back, now Mrs. Bollinger has been very very kind to me, but still distant. And I'm, you know, and when people lose someone in their mourning, they don't really want to talk to reporters. So I understand that, and I'm being patient. Hopefully, I can get you guys some answers on what happened to Dr. Batar. I wanted to read you guys a little bit from a 2014 article in the Atlantic in regards to some of the work that Dr. Batar was doing before he died. I guess it's called chelation therapy. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. I don't know. So I had I had not heard of this before, and uh, apparently, uh, this is this is the way that you extract heavy metals, mm-hmm. and that holistic doctors for many years have been saying that this helps a variety of issues. So the Atlantic does mention Dr. Butara in this article, but they actually focus in on a traditional medicine doctor and scientist who was very against the so-called quackery. So it was really refreshing to read our mainstream Atlantic article who highlights someone like this. Basically, this doctor was asked about chelation therapy, if I'm pronouncing it right, and he, he said, of course not, that's quackery. And then he reflected on his instinctual reaction, said, why did I react that way? I actually don't know much about it. And are there studies on it? There aren't really. Well, maybe I should lead a study on it rather than reacting emotionally and calling it quackery. Mm-hmm. So the Atlantic article follows this doctor who launched a huge study looking at 55,000 treatments with chelation. I don't know if that were, how, how many people were involved, if... Certain people got multiple treatments, but it was a pretty large-scale study. Um, it said here, chelation has for some time ac- occupied a crucial niche in mainstream medicine. The therapy, which commonly involves an intra- uh, intra- <laughs> infusion of intravenous, uh, intravenous <laughs> of ethylene diamine, Tetrastic acid, EDTA. This acid was uh, approved by the FDA in, in 1953 to treat lead poisoning. Today, if you find yourself uncharacteristically, uh, you know, eating some antique paint, any credible doctor will recommend chelation. Ch- so this stuff that's called quackery that's used by alternative doctors was FDA approved back in 53, but just for lead poisoning. Don't try it on anything else, guys. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, 
EDTA will form an ionic bond with the lead in your blood, flushing it through your kidneys and into your urine. So you get rid of the heavy metals through your urine. This is FDA approved, guys. And it's so crazy to me that the mental conditioning that like, oh, it's only for antique paint because paint used to have lead in it. You don't need, you know, do not treat the heavy metals in your body from anything else. Because you can't get heavy metals from anything else. It's just from old paint. <laughs> like, no, how about we explore? How about we explore whether the, this, you know, ionic bonding of the metal flushing out through your, yeah. uh, through your urine could actually help you in other areas. So the Atlantic is breaking this down. Now, they said that the results of this large-scale study that this doctor actually did, uh, it was positive initially. It says people who received shellation after a heart attack had a... Oh, because he wanted to specifically try on heart attack patients, people with heart health issues. Um, So Dr. Batar was using it on cancer and autism. But this doctor looked at, does it help people with heart issues? Which I guess that would mean that heavy metals would cause heart problems. Mm-hmm. So it said that people who received chelation after a heart attack had a 26% chance of another heart attack or stroke or hospitalization within the next five years. People who got the placebo infusion had a slightly higher risk, 30%, a difference that is statistically significant but barely among patients with diabetes, the result was more impressive. Trilashin reduced deaths diabetic heart attack survivors by 43% over five years, which tells me, okay, maybe heavy metals are more associated with diabetes than with heart disease. Mm-hmm. But um, so the, then, they, then Atlantic goes on to feature this Dr. Nissen, who was outraged that this doctor conducted the study at all. He said, this is, this is very dangerous because people are going to try chelation instead of mainstream options for their heart. You know, and so this is going to cause more deaths because people are going to say, oh, I'll be cured by chelation, and then it doesn't work, you know, which is the same narrative they used with the pandemic. Um, I'm sorry that you're seeing that you, you, you guys are having sound issues, audio issues. We are working remotely with limited technology right now. <laughs> so hopefully this works. Um, next week, my technology should be back up and running in my home studio. Uh, but just crank up your volume if you can, because this is important topic. Now, Dr. Batar actually testified before Congress in the early 2000s in regards to his use of chelation on autism patients. I have linked that down below as well. So there's a lot that we have talked about. Now, we that, that we can't showcase. All these things that I link, they're things that would be banned on YouTube. So just click the links down there and you will be able to see what YouTube doesn't want you to see. Also, my mom likes this one doctor who who invented a treatment in the early 1900s for cancer. What is it, mom? Well, yeah, using fre- frequencies. I guess a, I guess I can't say what it is because <laughs> it'll be it'll be banned. Um, but you're, no, you you're, said. I think we can say biofeedback, bio, right? A biofeedback. It's just machine the doctor's is. name. The doctor's name is censored by Google. It's really creepy. Yeah, he's he was um, I think born in the late 1880s and died in the mid I think it was 1970s. But he had a technology that he used 
frequencies to heal and um, was successful with it, to my understanding, with cancer. Except when he tried to send it mainstream, nobody would take it. See, this is the time when mainstream was pushing pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals well, the, were yeah, just the pharmaceutical. Like that's that. right. Just as he had discovered this, I think it was around the 1930s that the pharmaceutical industry just started booming. And prior to that, people were studying the healing um, effects of of light therapy. Uh, the uh, Nobel Prize in medicine went to a light par- therapy researcher in 1903 or 1904. Uh, but all that stuff was just thrown out once the pharmaceutical industry came along because they, they were powerful with their money and there was no money to be made on light, no money to be made on frequencies from this biofeedback machine. And, um, yeah, so... It got, you know, it, it got no traction in the mainstream media, no. or even though it was working, right? And the phar- pharma knew what to do. They funded mainstream media so that media would f- cover what they were working on. And, was, and, you know, it sounds kind of woo-woo that frequencies can heal you. You can't see anything what's happening. Um, there's a woman in my area that has a biofeedback machine and my husband and I went to and you know you're just strapping something on your wrists and I think on your ankles and she's sending frequencies to the issues that you have um so you're not seeing anything can you like feel physically feel it you can feel like a a vibration going on you can feel a vibration going on. so she tunes it to like attack the wrist and you feel your wrist vibrating yeah like um my husband had Lyme's disease, so she was there's a certain frequency that kills parasites, and so she was using that frequency to kill the Lyme spirochetes. Hmm. And um, for myself, um, I didn't really have anything wrong, <laughs> so, but I was there. So I said, you know, that my husband is a logger, and would give me such big hugs and so strong, and would sometimes crack that little bone that connects your ribs. He would hug you too tight. Yikes! And um, of course, he didn't mean to, but but it had been um, bothering me for probably years, on and off. And so I said, I have that little connective tissue, whatever that is down there. I don't even know what it's called, but it's extremely painful some nights, just rolling over in bed. Ooh. So she studied a little bit and zeroed in on that area, and. I walked away from there and in all these years have never had trouble with that since. <laughs> and then I've been dealing with that for some years. So could obviously see that there's something to it. And Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the mysteries of the universe, think in terms of vibration, frequency, and energy. Anyway, so I, I also linked a little article on, on this doctor um, who worked in the 1930s on this groundbreaking cancer research then that, that then got bagged. Did you guys know how many billions the cancer research, cancer cure, cancer charities are raking in every year? Of course they don't want a cure. They are filthy rich off of no cure for this. Anyway, so I linked uh, this little article on him, which again, he's censored. Um, if, you, if you Google him, um, you're going to find what Google wants you to know about him. So you kind of have to dig around yourself. But uh, this article says, was cancer actually healed? It is reported that 1934 University of Southern California appointed a special medical research committee made up of doctors and pathologists. They were to bring 16 terminally ill cancer patients in the last stage of their cancer 
from the Pasadena County Hospital to the doctor's laboratory in San Diego where they were to be treated with the technology. The committee was to examine them in 90 days if they were still alive. Amazingly, after 90 days, it was reported that the committee concluded that 14 out of the 16 patients had been completely cured. And guys, they were terminally ill. Treatment for the remaining two was adjusted and intensified. Within the next four weeks, it is reported that they were also declared cured. That's astounding. And, and I was reading... Look into it yourself. Do your own research. I was reading earlier today that um, the people who were promoting it, I'm assuming in the mid-1900s, um, were pronounced, yeah, that it was quackery, and some of them imprisoned for doing so, for promoting this. And, um, so I had caught rumors while I was working in the corporate news. You know, I had caught word of these r- remarkable cures where so many people deal with certain ailments like cancer and heart disease and can we just find an actual cure and then we hear about these incredible cures and why aren't these cures in the mainstream and i remember going to my boss's office at fox one day sitting down in her office and saying i would like to cover some natural health and she literally chuckled at me ivory you're a crime reporter you're out there on the murder scenes you're out there on the natural disasters natural health <laughs> oh, you're silly, Ivory. And she shooed me away. <laughs> but, you know, mainstream media does not cover natural health because every commercial break is filled with pharmaceutical ads. They get money from pharmaceuticals, and so they will never tell you of the deadly side effects of those pharmaceuticals, and they will never never tell you how nature can cure you. So now that I'm free, I do want to highlight more of that. And, and the case, you know, the thing is, is you can get help from pharmaceuticals, but pharmaceuticals generally, like you said, all have a side effect, whereas the natural cures, their side effect is better health, you know? Exactly. We were just talking about how Adderall can indeed help you focus, but its side effects are anxiety um, and long-term it's heart disease and um, mental health problems long-term destroys your libido long term (laughs) so a lot of bad things with Adderall but like temporarily it can help you focus but if you got off of that and like realized okay what is practically causing me not to focus how can how can I clear the clutter in my mind just by myself to Mm -hmm. focus Mm -hmm. instead of doing the pharmaceutical cheat that way you can fix the problem without these side effects and the thing is is a lot of them take i mean i think why pharmaceuticals are so um attractive is that if you can just pop a pill versus um doing changing your diet and and exercising and um controlling your emotional state things like that that are beneficial to your health that's why so many people go in part to pharmaceuticals because it's a lot easier it's a lot quicker but there's usually a side effect, ultimately, is the cost of it. I'm seeing the comment in the comment section right now. Uh, you said that Steve Kirsch just offered $5 million for someone to prove that these pharmaceuticals do not cause autism. Ooh, okay. Let's look at it, guys. $5 million <laughs> up for grabs. All right, I wanted to get to the other topics that I had promoted uh, on social media that we were going to discuss today. Texas legislature is a mess, you guys. Um, Apparently, the speaker of the legislature is straight up 
drunk while passing laws that affect the millions, tens of millions of Texans. Guys, just listen to this soundbite. This is the speaker of the Texas legislature. The speaker, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send out an amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has done the amendment. is adopted. The chair recognizes Mr. Mr. Johnson of Harris. Mr. Johnson of Harris to speak in opposition to the bill. It's not right. The chair recognizes Ms. Niave Criado to speak in opposition to the bill. Thank you, Mr. The speaker, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send <laughs> Anyway, so this man, drunk out of his mind, uh, this tweet saying, uh, anyone who watches the Texas legislature house knows many of the members are regularly intoxicated. Watching the speaker be this wasted is absolutely unacceptable. These representatives are making laws that impact 30 million Texans. Uh, it must stop. Isn't that insane? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. So uh, attorney general of Texas, Ken Paxton put out a statement, um, Two days ago, saying the liberal leadership of the Texas House has routinely killed conservative legislation, including important bills, which would help secure our border and protect the integrity of our elections. They have demonstrated nothing but contempt for the traditional values of conservative Texans. So they're nixing all conservative values while wasted on their minds. Like, oh, let's get rid of anything, anything. Oh, freedom? That's out. Our borders? That's out. Oh, I passed that while I was drunk? My bad. Anyway, he says, Ken Paxton says, it is not surprising that a committee appointed by liberal speaker Dade Felan, that's the drunk guy, you guys, would seek to disenfranchise Texas voters and sabotage my work as attorney general. The false testimony of highly partisan Democrat lawyers with the goal of manipulating misleading the public is reprehensible. So yesterday... The drunk, drunks, and get that Ken Paxton called him liberal. This man is actually a Republican. Hmm. But after Ken Paxton called him out and called him liberal, he is looking to um, impeach Ken Paxton, the uh, attorney general. I've got to show you this. This, this uh, development yesterday, he still sounds drunk to me. Here it is. Uh, when- Mr. Murr will call up a resolution proposing the impeachment of Mr. Paxton. Okay, when he calls up the resolution proposing the impeachment uh, of the Attorney General, will the members of the House have the ability to ask questions of any witnesses? No, sir. Will the members of the House have access to any first-hand evidence? The members of the House will have access to the evidence presented to the committee. Will they have? Will the members of the House have access? 
So there you go. He's trying to talk to the drunk speaker about why the heck uh, he and others are looking to impeach Ken Paxton after Ken Paxton called out the fact that Texas is allegedly red but seems very blue. And we have this Republican who's acting very Democrat in leadership of Texas. What the heck is going on? Is this a wolf in sheep's clothing? Anyway, uh, this is strange times in Texas, you guys. I also wanted to talk, I wanted to mention the woke Fox News policies that went kind of hit the mainstream um, this week. That I actually blew the whistle on this after I left Fox. Um and put the documents out months ago. Uh, I'm glad that more mainstream is catching up on Fox's hypocrisy. Here's the thing. If you want to give all of your employees weird pronouns like Zzer, then that's fine. But don't on TV pretend you're the opposite. Oh, I hate these people who are... Why are you pushing weird pronouns and gender changes? That's what they say on their TV. Then behind the set, behind the scenes, they are pushing exactly what they criticize. Okay, and here's where I talked about it. Uh, I had uh, another Fox ex Fox Corp employee. She came on as well. We were both aware of the Fox hypocrisy behind the scenes, and she and I talked about it on my show uh, months and months and months ago. Here it is. I don't realize Fox Corp is woke behind the scenes. Yeah. They pretend to be anti-woke on Fox News. So Fox Corporation employee handbook, they have multiple pages all on gender transition. <laughs> gender transition, the company is dedicated to expanding and strengthening our current effort to sustain a more inclusive work environment. And so they make sure that we all know the definition cisgender, gender fluid, Gosh. non-binary. <laughs> Fox Corp has this all. And of course, transgender. And then they have a whole plan for if you want to switch your gender, you just say the word and they will give you that time off. People don't know behind the scenes, this is the same company that Tucker Carlson works for. (laughs) One of the last Fox Corp emails I got before I left the company, Fox Inclusion celebrates Pride Month. It's fine to shout out Pride Month in June. Um, It was just funny that they send this long email about ways to celebrate. They want their employees to all watch Fifty Shades of Gay. Um, (laughs) This is Fox Corp, you know, and make sure you know all the pronouns, including Z, Z, Zers. It's so... Yeah. (laughs) So that's Fox. That's what Fox actually does internally, which again, like whoever wants to celebrate pride, that's fine. But don't don't bash transgender whatnot on their TV and then do the opposite. But they're pushing transgender behind the scenes, encouraging people to switch. Fox literally is incentivizing its staff to chop their breasts off behind the in within there i had to i signed the employee handbook had to saying okay absolutely if i if i want eight weeks off i just have to chop my breasts off uh but so the hypocrisy is just what really bothers me about about fox and that was just their hypocrisy again was just one thing the censorship of facts that matter to the american people was the worst part Okay, I also mentioned that I would talk about the Kardashian sur- surrogacy controversy. So, Khloe Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian randomly has, she's holding this little baby boy. I'm like, she wasn't even pregnant. What happened? It was on her Instagram. Well, now she's talking about how she got a surrogate. Basically, her egg was implanted in another woman, and that woman grew the child in her womb. Khloe 
didn't was not aware of the emotional effects of this this situation would have on her. Before I get processed, Kim knows it's really hard for me. Well, what does that mean? She had a really hard time accepting the whole process. Oh, got it. To mind it's really the worst right, thing. I, I do that. think that there is a difference when the baby is in your belly. The baby actually feels your real heart. Think about it. Right. It like touches your organ like it's feel there's no one else on this planet that will feel you from the inside like that like your heart, you know? <laughs> I got so many good jobs. People can connect in different ways. People so could not connect. Do you feel less connected? Mm-hmm. That'll take a minute. Yeah, people say. I mean, listen, but Kim the other was said 10 hers, months of hers walking was around. Like, easy. This is not easy. I definitely like buried my head in the sand during that pregnancy that I didn't digest what was happening. And so I think when I went to the hospital, I really think that was the first time that really registered and it has nothing to do with the baby. It's just, you're like, okay, we're having a baby and this is my son and I'm taking him home with me. I definitely was in a state of shock, I think, from my entire experience in general. I felt really guilty that like this woman just had a, my baby and you're just, I take the baby and then I go to another room and you're sort of separated. Like I felt it's such a transactional experience because it's not about him. I wish someone was honest about surrogacy and the difference of it, but it doesn't mean it's bad or good. It's still great. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I had never looked at it that way before. You know, it's, I think it's a, it's a wonderful, uh, opportunity for women who can't have children and but it what made me think when I watched that last night was of the baby I guess and how mm -hmm. it's been with the mother this whole time the the woman carrying it and then immediately after being in her womb for so long put in another woman's arms and what that causes within the baby um, you think the baby can tell this is not the same person who gave birth to me I think so you know, of course, not on a, a conscious level, but, um, yeah, all the senses of a baby are so keen. Someone's asking us to pray for their uterus. Oh. May God make your uterus fruitful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, peace. A lot of peace. Prioritize peace in your life. Peace will help your uterus, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, peace helps your overall health. And um, you know how many women want to have a child so badly and do everything. And then when they finally resign and give up that they're not going to be able to and they'll adopt, they adopt and they get pregnant <laughs> because they finally have peace and mm, acceptance. Oh, right. So, wow. I mean, that's, that's not all of the time. But um, we know how stress harms the body. Peace heals it. The opposite. Wow. Uh, the final thing I was going to talk about was... Phases of a man. We also, I also promoted to talk about this. <laughs> Phases of a man. Oh my gosh. So I was talking about relationship issues. Who doesn't have relationship issues? Trying to make sure that you have a wonderful relationship with your significant other. But then drama happens, and how do you avoid that? Well, my sister was like, You need to read Keys to the Kingdom. It's helping me so much. And I was like, What? Let me look this book up. This book is phenomenal. 
Any woman trying to figure out what the heck is going on with her man, why they are clashing, read keys to keys to the kingdom. Dogs trying to block me out. Keys to the kingdom. Uh, phenomenal. Even if someone's saying I'm single, even if you're single, read keys to the kingdom because then when you meet that significant other, you will understand them so much more. It's definitely geared towards women understanding men, but you're definitely going to understand women if you're you, if you read it as a man. I think even a man understanding himself. Oh, it'll help. Reader. It'll men. It'll help you understand yourself. Yeah. And uh, basically, it lays out how men, like almost every man, goes through the same phases in life, and you need to understand what phase your man is in and why he's acting that way uh, based on everything else that he's dealing with and, and what he needs at, for his manhood. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is spot on. I get it now. Now I know how to respond to him. I was going <laughs> to respond the totally wrong way. I almost nuked my relationship, but this book saved me by minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, please, you said please do not... <laughs> Uh, make men understand themselves. <laughs> um, with this book comes with this warning that you must not use this man to or use this book to manipulate men because once you understand men so well, you could use it in malicious ways. But this is to uh, empower men, you know, and to empower yourself as the female in the relationship with them. So it's just a wonderful positive book uh, about. How to not take things personally. You oh, know? Yeah. When you understand why something's occurring, why dynamics are like they are, you learn not to take things personally. So much damage in relationships is done from taking things personally. Right. So, and, and that helped me in the nick of time. I was like, oh, I don't have to take what he's doing personally. Literally, this is the phase of his life that he's in. Um, which some of the phases they talk about last like 10 years, men will be in this 10 year phase, uh, where it's like, he has to operate this way for his manhood. And if women don't get it, then they fall by the wayside. And I was like, okay, am I going to make myself fall by the wayside for not understanding him? Or I'm going to understand him and stop making, taking things personally and actually support the phase he's in and therefore help myself and him. So, anyway, I recommend Keys to the Kingdom. I'm really excited about that book right now. Or you can wing it. <laughs> Just <laughs> wing it. <laughs> right. Sometimes that works, too. But I, I think when you get... I think even the proverb says to get wisdom, but with all... Um, with all your wisdom and knowledge, get understanding. When you have understanding of why things are the way they are, it helps tremendously. Yeah. So... I just want to say something in my, I'm a millennial, millennial in my millennial culture, a lot of the women around me, a lot of my friends, um, there's this false narrative that a giant percentage of men are narcissistic. That's, that's the popular term right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I guess all men are narcissistic or, or, you know, anything that you're concerned about. Like if you come to your girlfriends, like, I don't know about, you know, he acted this way. What's up? I think, I think he's a narcissist. That's like the first thing they say. And I'm like, hold on, guys. As someone who's always thought outside the box, I'm like, hold on. I think you're falling into a deceptive narrative about men. 
Like men also have issues, insecurities, pressures on them that cause them to act a certain way. This isn't narcissism. Maybe he's insecure too. And, you know, maybe you should show him some support and actually communicate better with him. Stop being, acting like he's some adversary the way you're treating him you know and maybe he'll respond nicer maybe it's not maybe it's you know i'm just like guys men have baggage too that doesn't mean they're a narcissist (laughs) so and this book like confirms my suspicions that yeah a lot of these traits that millennial women in 2023 are labeling as narcissism are actually the men the men like instinctually needing to align with their manhood by operating this way and women take it personally you know get it and call him a narcissist and run away um so this is just a fabulous book let me um yeah someone shouted out keys to the kingdom right there uh look it up give it a read especially if you're a woman or if you're a man to help you understand yourself <laughs> yeah um so with that being said, uh, definitely check out my mom's work as a life, co- life coach, empowerment life coach. She has really helped people who are just kind of um, going through a rough patch in life, right, Mom? Yeah. Yeah, that need power have um, meaning oh, find their energy and joy and... Uh, zest for living again so much of us lose that are so anxiety seems to be such a chronic thing it's almost like if you don't have anxiety what planet are you from (laughs) so how to live a life that you actually enjoy living and feel empowered in it and learn to be the creator of your life rather than just living by default so the link to mom's life coaching is down in my description uh, Renee Hecker, One True North Life Coaching. Uh, someone asked me, the author of this book, Keys to the Kingdom, it's Alison Armstrong. Apparently, there's multiple books called that. So, Keys to the Kingdom by Alison Armstrong. Alison with one L. Check it out. Um, it can really salvage a relationship that's falling apart, guys. It's wonderful. All right, with that being mm-hmm. said, have a fabulous weekend, and we will talk to you guys. Next time. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 